Welcome into a special Thanksgiving morning edition of the Talking Shop Football Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Matera. My guest today is Matthew Renner. I hope everybody is at home with their families and cozy. And we're going to keep this brief so you can get to stuffing your stomachs with Thanksgiving Day turkey and cranberries and sweet potato casserole, green beans, hot apple cider. Another great part of Thanksgiving is football. So we're going to preview the three games today. So you're all caught up and ready to go. Keep it short. Let you get back to your Thanksgiving day with your families. So without further ado, let's kick things off. Welcome. Welcome to the Talking Shop Football Pod. Al, your host. Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right. Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team. You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be like cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running backs. The New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Now, let us begin. Matt, how are you? Hello. How you doing? Yeah, gobble fucking gobble. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Matt. Happy Thanksgiving. It's great to see you today. Yeah, what a day. What a beautiful day. It's a little cold in the Bay Area. Um, you know, um, I think uh, it'd be nice to kind of start a fire today and, uh, and, and you know, and then the food will start and then the guests will come over. And I'm just really excited to get cozy and, and enjoy my turkey. How about you? Yeah, we're, we're hosting. So you're lucky I got to sneak away. And Anyone there yet? It's pretty early. It's pretty early. It's like, it's really early. Well, we had to get this out in time for the East Coast folks. You know, they start early. That's amazing. How have you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Same old, same old. I love the background with the fish swimming and stuff. But fish, uh, also, uh, I can see I can see your calf muscle, which is pretty yeah, yeah. funny. The the mirror didn't make it on the wall. The fish came with the house. So is this like a off. Phil? Is this like a Phil Mickelson thing where you're like, oh, look at my. Uh, Look at my calf muscles. I got to show that off for my guest, for, for all my Zoom <laughs> Zoom friends. You know, just pick a body part, man. You can see whatever you want. Uh, like this is my 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 uh, my my leg day routine is not coming through on Zoom. I need to put a mirror I behind. Did, uh, I did start going to the gym again after 18 months of COVID. So that's been rough. But, you know, get back in shape one of these days. Yeah. No, you look like you're in shape. Well, I'm sitting. Sitting will make it, it'll make everybody yeah. look in shape. You yeah, pants yeah. are unbuttoned. It's Thanksgiving Day, you know. I haven't worn pants in a while. <laughs> I'll always wear a, a shirt behind you. you I'll always wear a shirt for the office. I gotta move the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's my joke. I, you're the only person I know with the mirror behind their Zoom. It's really funny. You now I see you inching over to get out of the house. Oh, <laughs> don't be embarrassed. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, uh, haven't talked to you in a while just because I haven't been really participating in fantasy football this year after, um, you know, all of the drama that's happened to me. Hey, so you're, you're, you're three and eight. So you beat me this week, but not a great season otherwise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, really like it when your kicker gets negative one. Um, I did have a, I did have one fantasy football question because I don't want to dwell on your three and Eight, no, it's it's fine. I'm participating. I'm I'm scoring points. I'm I'm not like 
quitting. I just don't, you know, no. I don't actually know what's going on in the league anymore. And, and, that, and that, that's my question. So ethically, what are your responsibilities and obligations as a fantasy football owner when your team is all but eliminated? Must you set your lineup and play the waiver wire? Um, should you be able to do trades? Um, cool. Can you delete the app altogether and run away? Or what, what are your, what are your uh, minimum required obligations? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. You don't have to do anything. The, the $25 bounty was a protocol we implemented to keep people engaged in the league. But look, if someone needs to trade me towards the tail end for staking, like. You would do a trade? <laughs> it, like, what if it was an out of bounds trade? Like, what would it? What no, would it, what I, would not, I would not do an out of bounds trade. I would, not do, I okay. would do a, a legit trade. Okay. A question. Okay, so here's a good question. So say I say you're you're out and you say right. I'm out. Say, yeah. Okay. So let's but, say like listen. I'm out. <laughs> you're out. Let's yeah. say in three let's weeks. Let's say I'm me. Let's say you're playing the person that I'm tied with to make the playoffs, right? And yes. I and I need you to beat them in order for me to get into the playoffs. Now, yes. if I send you a text and I say, "Hey, your quarterback has a broken leg. Can you please put in a quarterback that has a non-broken leg?" so that you have a chance this weekend against this person that I need you to beat. Right. What, 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 what should you do? What are your things? Like, should you re-download the app or go on the website? No, you should try to get part of your buy-in back. Oh, so you would take a, a trade, a monetary uh, com- a component here. So no, no, said- no, because well, that, that scenario isn't a trade. That scenario is just me filling my roster spot. Yeah, I drop, I drop a QB, pick up a QB, and plug the roster spot. So I, I say, hey, I'll give you twenty bucks if you log in back in your app and start a QB because I need you to beat this this person this weekend. But if you like, if you traded me like one of your starters, like me receiving good players, I don't know if that's unethical or not. Like if you traded me someone legit to put in my roster spot to play. Now, if you're doing that like for like a cash payout. Or like some other some other like malicious thing, then yes. But like X's and O's, if you make a trade for a better player than what I have on my roster and I accept it when I'm out, so that you have a better probability of beating that last playoff spot. I think you should continue to set your lineup when you're out, is my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And I know we have this like, you know, low score payout that's supposed to keep you engaged, but some people are like, whatever. And they don't set their lineups, but I think you really should because it, it really could throw off the playoff seating and who are and the people that really do have a chance. And this yeah, is how you should definitely set your roster. You should set your, your roster, right? I mean, I don't I don't mean you have to play the waiver wire on Monday night or whatever Tuesday nights, but you should at a bare minimum go in there and put the starters that you know you would you would have put in there when you were when you were in contention. I agree with that. Because what if you screw over Dom, right? And then you get you got to you're playing with Dom next season too, so it's not. Well, isn't that isn't that where like um, keeper leagues have more value? Because like you could, mm-hmm. like it, it puts a hedge on the trading. Like you wouldn't trade players at the end there, because like it's a keeper league. But I think it's only two or three positions that you keep. But yeah, yeah, I'm in the camp of set your roster every week. Yeah. I'm in the camp of if someone texts me and says, "Hey, idiot." You know, your people are hurt. Okay, okay thank you. I'll fix it. <laughs> Go in there and fix it, even though in I'm... In fact, I would actually love for people to tell me to do things to my roster <laughs> because all of the ideas that I had this year 
uh, <laughs> didn't quite work out for me. So um, for those of you who would like to help me, um, I like it. Well, you're you're three and eight. Yeah, second second most points against. It's hard to be in the running when you're the second most top three points against. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanksgiving morning. We can't can't go any further without talking about your your favorite Thanksgiving side dish. I know everyone loves turkey. I mean, some people don't like turkey, but everyone's got their favorite between the dark and the light meat turkey. But I'm yeah, talking about red sides. Talk about sides. Red wine. Pinot is my favorite side. Pinot. Okay. Pinot yeah, pairs Bosch, well. Bosch with and I were in. Um, we were lucky to do a vacation in Lake Como a little bit ago, and there's a part of northern Italy that makes. It's the only region in Italy that makes uh, Pinot Noir, Noir, Nero, Pinot Nero is what they call them. Oh, yeah. so we, bought a, we got a couple, couple bottles of Pinot from Italy that we're going to drink today on Thanksgiving Day. You had them shipped back or you brought them back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, always, have, always, always buy local and ship it. That's great. How many people are you hosting today? Nine. My family and the Solex and Bosch's family. Amazing. Got everyone coming in, yeah. Amazing. Big, uh, big Thanksgiving. It's the first time we're hosting. And, um, you know, we're, we got the, the new place last year and it's going to be awesome. Are you cooking anything? Yeah, personally? The, whole, the whole dinner. You're personally cooking everything? <laughs> yeah, we're cooking dinner. We're like no, you, you, not Basha. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you cooking? Um, we have like a board, you know, of like all the things that need to get done. And everyone just kind of like participates. So, you know, we have, Alexa, we have Alexa program with all the different alarms, the big turkeys in the oven. And um, how long has it be been in there? What time is it? <laughs> how long has it been <laughs> so far? It's a 20 pound turkey, which means it needs to cook for six hours. So we, we put it in and it's going to be ready at, at dinner time. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And then everyone gets to drink the Pinot or is that just for you guys? We got four bottles of Pinot. So hopefully that's enough. All right. All right. Yeah. So, that's my, that's my favorite side dish. All right. So what time is the food coming out? Cause we got the first four. game this morning, four o'clock. Yes. Perfect. So you'll be able to watch two games before the food comes out. The first game is at nine 30 AM. It is the Chicago bears versus the Detroit lions. As you know, Detroit, what a terrible game, by the way, besides watching Justin Fields and see what he can do. Um, Justin, um, sorry, Detroit is three and a half point underdogs. Who you got? Detroit's bad, right? Uh, you know, they just, they have half a half a win so far this season. Someone would call it a tie. Yeah. The rest of them were all losses. And then like Chicago's, are they bad or are they just young? Like, I don't know. They're getting better. Justin Fields yeah. is uh is a good quarterback. He makes good throws. Where's the game? Is that Detroit? It's in Detroit, yeah. Detroit always hosts Thanksgiving games and they're always terrible. Yeah. Um man, like as a principal, I don't like to bet on bad games, but um I have no faith in the Lions. Home field on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll give it to the Lions. They'll get their first win. Uh okay. get, get their first win at home. They'll cover. So, People in Detroit are going wild right now as they listen to this. Put put a hundred on uh, the lines. Hundred on the lines. It's done. Yeah. Let's parlay this thing again. All right. So then, once we get past that first game, thank God. It was three and a half. Three and a half points. Lines are getting three and a half. So you think they, they're gonna win? 
if the Lions win by four, that's what it means, right? No, they only have to – they can lose by three and still win for you. Yeah, yeah definitely Lions. Yeah, they're going to lose by a field goal. <laughs> but then you'll win. <laughs> um, so once that game's done, there's going to be – about an hour where you'll have to talk to your family today, which would be rough yeah. from 1230 to 130. Maybe you yeah. can pretend like you're, you can base the, the, the Turkey or something or. Well, that'll be martini time. We'll start shaking martinis. Oh, what kind of martinis are we doing? Um, gin exclusively. Okay. Okay. Gin, gin and dirty shake them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Um, and then at 130 AT&T stadium, Dallas hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Dallas is a seven-point favorite. Who you got? That's a good one. I think that uh, – I mean, the Raiders are still annoyingly sneaky, you know, even with their bullshit that they had to go through. Their coach. Like, is Dallas that good, or are they just getting lucky? I mean, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm always going to tell you that Dallas isn't that good. But. Dallas is good, though, like. They got a good D. They have that. They have Diggs that's crushing it. Oh, yeah. So they have a running game. And like, Javon Diggs. They're playing well. Ooh, seven points at home. Yeah, they're going to fucking destroy the players. You think so? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I think Amari Cooper's back. He was out last week, but we'll see. Um, short week. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He was, I, a, he was a Raider, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoever's um, got Amari, if I can start him. <laughs> it's going to have a big Thanksgiving day. Yeah, I don't know about the Raiders, man. They lost to the Giants. That's a terrible loss. But then they had a couple wins in there after Gruden left. They're, yeah, they're, like you said, they're just hanging around. That division's really tight. It's all within one game between Kansas City, Denver, Vegas, and the Chargers. Uh, who knows who's going to come out of that division? Yeah, the Chargers are sneaky. I hope they can uh, keep it going. They got a cool team. Yeah, yeah. Right, Shout so out to Samson for being a Chargers fan. Shout out to Samson. Okay, and then so that game will be over around four thirty. Then you got to put up your. Well, you got to talk to your family for another forty-five minutes. Then we got to eat dinner. That's dinner time. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So you'll miss just, just like we planned it. Exactly. Turkey will come out of the oven. Hopefully, it'll be done. I hope it's in the oven right now. Yeah, they're over there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it. And then the pinot comes out at dinner, the turkey. What size are you going to have again? The great stuffing? So the, the standard stuff. Yeah, we got stuffings. Of course, we have a gluten-free option oh. for, those, for those that need it. We didn't extend an invite to you, unfortunately. Matt, I'm sorry. But, uh, who's who's the gluten-free invite for? Um, I think you know, Basha likes to fuck with that a little bit. Uh, You're doing it for Basha in case I don't have the preference. It's not important, so we have it just in case. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like leftovers that to is. me. Then we have the green beans, of course. Um, we're gonna have uh, bacon wrapped dates stuffed with oh. goat cheese as oh. an appetizer. That's that's a nice. good one. Uh, prosciutto wrapped asparagus is always a good wow, one. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, we, we got like the rolls. Have you ever had prosciutto wrapped cantaloupe? That's a uh, that's a Sicilian thing, isn't it? Might be. It's I think it's Italian. My my family would do it. I I don't get it. Maybe I don't know. You can wrap meat around vegetables. But I don't know about wrapping it around fruit. Yeah. All right. And then the night. What about game. what about you guys? What do you what are you cooking? What do you? 
So we're here. In, we're here in San Jose um, at Kiara's parents' house. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, her aunt, uh, her tia will come over with cousins, primos. My brother's coming down. Um, we're going to have, you know, the standards. Although, you know, obviously being allergic to dairy and gluten free, um, we're going to have some alternatives for me to eat. You know, the, the turkey will be stuffed, so I can't really have that. So we're going to do, um, you know, a side of like kind of like chopped turkey with a uh, mashed potatoes that's, uh, you know, made from something beside dairy. Like maybe it's like mm, almond correct. milk or something like that. We have mashed potatoes also. That's another mashed thing. potatoes. Yeah. I'm going to make the sweet potato pie, like to put marshmallows on top, put a little, put them in the broiler for like a minute, the very end, just to get them brown on top. Tastes delicious. Um, hot apple cider with cinnamon, a favorite of mine. Maybe put some whiskey in there for feeling. Uh, you know, you've had to put whiskey in after. After. Before. Yeah. 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 You put it in before all alcohol evaporates out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. That's, that's a, that's a classic mistake that chemistry. you only make once. <laughs> I would love to see how many bottles of whiskey are wasted from people incorrectly making per, per year. It's the mold spice recipe. Yeah. Fun it's fact, sad. it's actually the same amount of shark attacks that take place a year. No, I read that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the same number. I, I saw that article. <laughs> um, all right. The night game. Buffalo versus the Saints. Bill Saints. Mercedes-Benz. Superdome. Um Buffalo's favored only by four and a half. Buffalo. Yeah. The Saints suck. Their defense is good. Jameis Winston is just being there until they acquire Russell Wilson from Seattle. Kamara's been out for two weeks now. He should be healthy for this one. Buffalo's good. Like, he's good. Obviously, their offense is impressive. Um, yeah, it could be like a blowout. How far do you think they're going to go this year, the Bills? Hmm. Sorry, Lamb, but like Casey's not looking great. They did get their defense straightened out a bit, but like. Um, so some other contenders, you got the Titans, you got the Patriots, uh, Baltimore. I love the Titans. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Titans. They're like, they're like the dark horse. They just, you know, they're always fucking there. They never go away. Smash mouth football, uh, run the ball down your throat. And um, Tannehill throws it over your head every once in a while when you the get The Chiefs could in. lose in the uh, final four of the AFC, and then you have uh, Bills, Titans, I think, in your AFC championship game. Okay. There's nobody else, right? Patriots have been looking great with the defense, and uh, the quarterback's decent, and got a decent run game to kill Harry. Uh, Next year. I'm mediocre. Was that? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, they're Maybe trending in the right direction. I feel like they won like five out of six. Yeah, there you go. You know, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is if you have a good coach. He's good. He puts really he puts a lot of – I don't know if you've seen a lot of Patriots games, but he puts a lot of touch on his ball. Like, Yeah, I haven't watched like any football this year. It sucks. It's just somehow in my red zone account, and I've just been too lazy to fix it. And then, <laughs> like, is the Seahawks bad here? So then I'm bad at fantasies. It's like I'm actually like – yeah. enjoying taking the year off so i mean it does seem like the seahawks is this could be like a permanent shift in 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 like you know the performance of the team like i don't know if they're ever going to get back to that super bowl level play that they i mean that's been since 2014 um, now 
Yeah, I mean, the the Pete Carroll philosophy of coaching was the right philosophy 10 years ago. And the, the league evolved and changed. And, like, my read of it is if it weren't for Russell Wilson, they would not have nearly as many games won. Like, that any other quarterback, you know, outside of the MVPs, they would be a 500 team. So, like, credit to Russell for, like, winning these magical games – but just the philosophy of have a great defense and run the ball, but their defense hasn't been great anyway, and their offense sucks. So it's like there's no – the, the design intent didn't work out, and it's not working anymore. So I'm in the camp of firing every coach, bringing in new blood, trade Russell Wilson, uh, get three first-round picks, take a year off, and come back in two years. So between Carroll and Russell Wilson – who do you think is the last one to leave the building when this is all over? Carol, they're going to trade Russell. Russ, Russell's gone first. R- Russell's gone. Yeah. Within it's, 12 months, within 24 months. When I think he could be gone next year. Um, he's, his value is so high and like they need to rebuild and he's not going to wait around to rebuild. So yeah. Trade him to the saints, have him and fucking Brady fight it out for the Southeast and fuck each other up or trade to the bears and let him and Rogers beat each other. Not to mention they have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. So he could go somewhere and be immediately impactful in the way that he can't be in Seattle. Like look at Stafford playing in Detroit all yeah. those years comes into LA. I mean, I know he's been hit or miss this season, but I mean, that's a Super Bowl team potentially. I I would like to see, I mean, they're probably going to move him to the AFC. They might ship him to the jets. <laughs> No, he's not going to go to the Jets. He's not going to sign up for that. There's too much power. He's, he's been in the league for 12 years. Did he go to the Steelers? Roethlisberger's retiring. Yeah, that's, that, that makes sense to me. Roethlisberger retires. He comes in next year. That's a, automatically a Super Bowl contender right there. They have all the pieces in place. That'd be a filthy team. Yeah, that's a good position. That's a good place for him. Yeah. What happened with DK Metcalf last week? He got ejected, Duxio? Just like, frustration? When you are a physical specimen and people just fucking talk shit to you sometimes you get punched in the face like (laughs) that's what happens you shouldn't talk shit to people who are bigger than you and that's what was happening that can't fucking hit the guy like (laughs) you know they should allow that (laughs) it should be allowed okay in the olden days you get your ass kicked for saying something like that now you get fined (laughs) yeah ejected and fined um, yeah, says, I about it, dude. he got fucking spun out of there losing. Guy was talking shit. He was probably fucking little guy talking, little cornerback talking shit to a huge receiver. Like, look, I'd punch him too. Yeah, you have a little restraint, DK. Come on, he'll learn from it. Did you see the guy that threw the shoe at Green Bay? Oh my god, no. So, that, that Green Bay game, which was an embarrassment, one of the Seahawks defenders picked up a Green Bay. Uh, player's shoe like after the play and like threw it 30 yards down the field this is like <laughs> this is on like it was like it, the game was still 3-0 in the fourth quarter and this was on like a third and five like stopped Aaron Rodgers and then he picked up the shoe and threw it and it was a 15-yard personal foul penalty and they scored a touchdown like two plays later. Like, was he cu- kick- <laughs> was he cut the next day that's the- like kick him off the fucking team like you, there's, you're off the team. You're done. Fireable yeah. offense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when things unravel for teams, it just, it just, it just goes so fast downhill. And 
the Giants are to do this all the time too. Is like they get frustrated and then the personal foul star, and it's just like okay, we're just kicking ourselves in the face at this point. Yeah, it's easy for us to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Dylan said this was pretty. I thought this was a good conversation for the pod. So, um, you know, Baker Mayfield might actually be terrible at football. I don't know if you've you've been following him this season. He's like not good. And Dylan said that State Farm must be kicking themselves right now for investing in this guy and kind of making him the face of these commercials and stuff. And I love love those commercials. (laughs) With the key? What's the key? They're so fucking funny. That the alarm gives the key. Yeah. They are funny. I mean, imagine how much better they would be, though, if it was somebody else besides Baker Mayfield. So is that a question or conversation? Well, the question was, do you think like State Farm has like an NFL scout on staff that like decides like, oh, we're going to make this guy the face of these commercials or like, how do they decide Baker Mayfield's the guy they want to like rally behind? I think it's the other way around. I think the, uh, you've seen uh, Ted Lasso, right? It's in the first season. Yeah. You know, they, like the, the girlfriend, the blonde girlfriend or whatever. She's like the PR manager of the team. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's like that position, like, shops out the players to all these advertising agencies. Mm. Got it. At so, least that's how they did it in Ted Lasso. Which is, which is, yeah, I mean, that's that's factual. Which is honest. Yeah. A- Apple TV is just straight facts. That's what they give you. That's their yeah. motto. What a great show, that Ted Lasso. Feel good. You know, for those of you who haven't seen it, great one to watch with the family on Thanksgiving. You know, Apple TV is really coming through. The morning show is pretty good. Um, I'm watching the morning the- show was good. The first yeah. season was good. Yeah, it's not bad. Season two, it, it started slow. I think it's gotten better the last couple episodes. The Shrink Next Door, just started watching that. Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, not yeah, bad. Yeah, is that like dark humor? Uh, it's like, it's not really, I don't even know. It's like, um, it takes place like 50 years ago. I mean, it's got two good actors, like Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is <laughs> pretty funny, but not in the same way that you think of Will Ferrell in a funny sense and then paul rudd kind of plays like a charming like a charming character it's kind of like a buddy a buddy thing like a dark buddy comedy right did you know that will ferrell is a one of the executive producers of succession i did know that yeah so like great. another great show not on freaking, yeah it's funny have you been keeping up with that show yeah we, we watch it on sundays we try to like nice it's fucking it's a great show it i'm one behind show. so don't 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 know yeah don't I'm, I'm, I'm one behind too um my favorite scene, for those of you who haven't seen it, at the like the end of season two, they're on the yacht in like the Mediterranean and they like fly in all the family. And they basically go around the table saying like everyone's qualifications for why they shouldn't go to jail for like the fraud that's happening in the company. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like casually throwing their family members under the bus for like 10 years in prison and who should be taking the hit for <laughs> it's really funny. Some of the dynamics, like Tom and Shiv, um, Tom volunteering to go to prison, and then he's 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 reading all the prison blogs <laughs> to know what to expect. Um, and yeah, then Tom, that's, so that's all Will Ferrell, Tom, and then like the like cousin Greg, the special cousin Greg. Yeah, like the, just pretend that's Will Ferrell when they're talking. That's a lot funnier to think about that way, right? Yeah, it's, so, it's a good show. It's a good show. I also like Macaulay, or yeah, Macaulay Calkins' brother, whatever his name is, um, the uh, the brother who's got kind of the Napoleon syndrome, but he's just, and he's also got the he's got like a thing for the uh, for the lawyer. 
He has a uh, dominatrix fetish with the uh, the head of council. That's funny. yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, I I have a Thanksgiving story. This is this is true. Oh, please. This is a true story. So some of you have heard this, but um, my brothers uh, hosted Thanksgiving a couple of years ago in Portland. It was two years ago. Scott. And that, um, no, my brother Luke and uh, Luke is now his now fiance Shane. Luke. And um, so they have a friend in the Portland community. Um, you know, it's just different scenario up there. And um, so he had Thanksgiving with us. So he's kind of like a, uh, he was an older guy and he has a daughter and we're going on the tail. My parents are there and um, my parents are like, so what <laughs> this is at Thanksgiving dinner? My parents are like, so what does your daughter do? And um, Gary is his name. And Gary is like, oh, she's a humiliatrix. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is a humiliatrix? And he was like, yeah. So she basically gets people to pay her to like humiliate them. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Gary? And he's like, yeah. So like people will, will log into her site and then like give her her credit, give her their <laughs> credit card and be like, don't buy all those things from Louis Vuitton. And like, it's a sexual fetish for people. So she's like a porn star, but she's not a porn star but she humiliates people and people get off on being humiliated online. And he was explaining to us all these stories about her at our Thanksgiving dinner. And it was, uh, so yeah, so Thanksgiving. That was, the best. <laughs> that was the best Thanksgiving dinner conversation. Oh my God, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> Have you seen the new um, Curb Your Enthusiasm? So Google message? search humiliatrix. I'm I will. For, I'm looking for humiliatrix. Put that in your Google search. There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm this season where they're like it's like a dinner party and the two people that are sitting in the middle of the table like are bad middles is what they call them and like they're unable to like to like like they're they they separate the table so like they don't allow conversations to go across and then they also have like terrible conversation starters and so they end up just talking to each other the whole time and then halfway through the dinner like larry david and the um and Susie, who's like hosting they're like you two need to move switch with us we're going in the middle it's like we're much better middles and then they like and then he starts like a conversation it like works like way better and everyone's that's a that's a funny joke yeah and like some people just we we had to set the table positions you know you have to like do a table of nine it's like well shit do we want like my mother-in-law sitting next to luke's fiance or like do the dads sit next to each other you know it's just like you gotta really think about it you have have to, to think about it and it's like Think about if you have like a table of 20 or if you're planning a wedding or something. The worst, the worst, I think the worst place to be is like in the corner of the table and the two people next to you are like quiet. Right. And then you're just constantly the one trying to start the conversation with them. But like the rest of the table is like active and chatty and you're kind of stuck with like kind of people that you're doing all the heavy lifting that that's the the reverse happens on like work dinners where like Hmm. there's no assigned seating and you try to like, well, I don't want to be next to this fucker. <laughs> so I have to like, you know, run over to this spot over here and make sure this person's sitting next to me kind of a thing. Exactly. All right. Well, let's, let's wrap it there. I don't want to take time away from you and your family. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. All right. I'm getting kicked off the pod. Appreciate it. Good, good week on fantasy. Good luck to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Go. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy your day with your family. Right. See ya. Bye.